you're all here this morning. Amen. Amen. Nothing like being in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. They call this place a sanctuary for a reason. Amen. Get out of the madness of the world. Amen. So let's all stand and uh, we'll uh, open in prayer. So let's invite him in this place. Lord Jesus, Lord, we praise you, Lord, we worship you, Lord, we lift you up. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for being our creator, our redeemer. I thank you for the love that you've shown every, every one of us, Lord, dying on that cross, shedding your blood, Lord, paying the price, Lord, to cover our sin, Lord, to make us holy in your sight, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you lead us into truth today, Lord, quicken us with your spirit, Lord, that your spirit would be poured out upon us, Lord. I pray, Lord Jesus, Lord, that you would anoint, Lord, all the scripture that's spoken today, Lord. I pray, Lord, for the teachers, the students in the classes today, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we lift you up, Lord, that we exalt you. And, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to increase in wisdom, in knowledge, understanding, Lord. Lord, so that we could be pleasing in your sight, Lord. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us all strive, Lord, to be acceptable in your sight, Lord. We need to do your will, Lord. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, I pray that your presence would be with us, Lord. Bless us, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. The other classes can be dismissed, unless you want to stay in here. <laughs> oh, well, praise the Lord. Praise Lord. Lord. Boy, have we been getting spoiled by the weather or what? Amen. Man, I just can't get over how nice it's been. Yeah. And uh, uh, I don't know. I, I love what snow looks like, but boy, I hate shoveling it. <laughs> Man, I don't like doing that at all. So, um, so uh haven't heard anything back from pastor or anything, and so I don't, as far as I know, he hasn't got his deer yet, unless anyone's heard anything different. So I was telling Brother Aaron we need to pray that the deer will run up to him and fall down on the ground. <laughs> and give up. Just give up. Just give up. Uh, so I know pastor's having a lot of fun, yeah. and I know he's relaxing, and I, I just pray that he has a really good really good rest because he Amen. needs it yeah he really does and uh so uh, so anyway it's funny brother aaron and i we've been anticipating this now for three weeks yeah. i think uh -huh. and so and uh it's kind of funny um <coughs> what i was gonna do the lesson on is what pastor was talking about last sunday during the service i shared it with him afterwards had to do with the sacrifice yeah. and uh, giving an un unacceptable sacrifice. Mm -hmm. and what's the kind of sacrifice we should give? Simply based on all the teaching the pastor has been given us on the, the temple, um, the garments of the high priest and all of that. And it's like it's so important that our, our uh, 
our sacrifices be according to what he expects. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to, I, this has been on my heart. And so I got to share it with y'all and, and, uh, but before I get to the lesson, I got to, I got to share this with you. And I want to say this, I kind of wish the young people were in here too. But anyway, I want to encourage you all and listen really carefully to what I'm saying. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you because things are getting really crazy in this world and they're going to get even more crazy Mm -hmm. this next year you're going to you're going to see things you've never seen before Mm -hmm. this next year in this country i have no doubt but i'm going to share this with you a couple of weeks ago um i had to uh, do a delivery up in watertown so on my way up there um i had somebody try to run me off the interstate literally tried to run me off the interstate and I was all the way over in the emergency lane and my front tires were on the grass and so um, when I got over that far I hit the brakes and they went past me and they got over in the passing lane and took off and I'm going why in the world did that just happen I go, what in the world? So anyway, I had called the police, and the sheriff came out, and they kept me on the phone so I could keep track of where this person was and everything. And so anyway, they ended up pulling pulling them over, and I don't know whatever happened with it. But so anyway, I get to Watertown, and the only reason I'm, believe me, it didn't, it didn't ruin my day. I still went on with my day like I usually would, and I didn't give it a whole lot of thought. And, um, but I got thinking about, I go, why would that happen to me? Out of everyone on that interstate, why did they Mm -hmm. do that to me? Mm -hmm. And then it clicked. I go, I have an Israeli flag on the back of my van. Mm -hmm. See, the person that was doing it, they were, I couldn't see their face, but they had dark skin, dark hair, and they were from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that, Brother Nair and I. Minnesota's basically being taken over by Muslims, okay, that whole state. And so that's all I could think of, and it's like, wow, you know. And uh, no soon, and this within a day or two, that uh, gentleman was uh, died out in California just because he was carrying an Israeli flag. And I'm going, man. So I'm saying this, I'm saying this for this reason. It's like, Things are getting so extreme. I mean, violently extreme. Mm-hmm. And it's like, isn't it something how, um, what's going on over in Israel? And I don't know if any of you are keeping up on it or anything, but, you know, they had that massacre there a month and a half ago. And so Hamas started that war that they're in right now. So Israel's fighting a war against the ones who invaded them and slaughtered so many innocent people, babies and everything. And so instead of the world looking at it that way, all they see is what the press wants to put on the TV. So all you're seeing is Israel just blowing Gaza to pieces. And that's what everyone bases everything on is what you're seeing on TV. 
But the truth is, is what you see on TV, there's a lot more to the story than what you see. What you see. Yeah. Yeah. And I really believe this. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to read a scripture for you. It's in Zechariah. And, I, and I, I thought about this. <coughs> and you realize that there's a big push now. And the, even the UN, everybody, well, that's no, no surprise. Everyone's against Israel. Mm -hmm. They want Israel to be the one to change. Yeah. And our wonderful president, he's going to be sending, releasing $10 billion more to Iran. That's $16 billion in the last two months. That's what he's going to give Iran. And the one who's paying for Hamas is Iran. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so uh, so anyway, um, but here's the verse is this in uh, Zechariah 12.3. It says this, And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. Mm -hmm. And all that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces. Mm -hmm. Though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. So, when I uh, somebody asked me, I had I had told them about what happened to me, and they said, "Well, did you take it off?" And I go, "Absolutely not." I said, "If I had a sticker that went across the whole back window, I'd put that on there." So, what am I afraid of? And they go, "Man, you might get you could get killed." And it's like, what? My word, I'm going to get killed. <laughs> what am I losing? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but man, this isn't my home. Yeah, I'm looking forward to what's ahead. Yeah, man, man, I'll tell man. you what. That's mm -hmm. so I said, no, that doesn't that doesn't even cross my mind. Didn't even cross my mind. But I thought about that and I'm going, man, you see how the world's the whole world is going against Israel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just can't get over that. In our administration, and I got they're hanging in there by a thread, mm -hmm. supporting Israel, mm -hmm. but they keep pushing them to change, pushing them to do what the rest of the world wants them to do. And so, uh, it's my belief. Beyond, this is my opinion. Okay, the only reason this country is still functioning mm -hmm. is because we support Israel. Yeah. Because when I see the stuff that goes on in this country, my word, what what keeps God's hand from pouring judgment out on this country is beyond me. Because there isn't anything that goes on in this country that didn't go on in Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. And what are we doing? We're glorifying it. We're forcing people to accept it as being normal and good. And because I'm normal, a man... I'm not a pronoun, I'm a man. Yeah. I'm the one that's weird. Yeah. That makes no sense, but that's our society and that's the way it's going. Yeah. So it's like, um, uh, no, I'm, uh, believe me, I'm way before any of this happened, I was, I'm pro-Israeli. I, I have been for decades, yeah. have been for decades. So, yeah. so anyway, but. I wanted to share that with you just for this reason. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. Don't take for granted. Don't take for granted that something couldn't happen to you. Mm -hmm. um, we were just discussing it. The FBI just released, what, 15 different cities in the country. They know their sleeper cells. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
in this country, they all came across the southern border mm -hmm. and walked into the country. Yeah. And they know that, and they're and they know that. So it's like um, that uh, relative of one of the hostages over there. He got very, very um, passionate about what he was saying, but he said he, he was getting interviewed on one of the networks, and he pointed right to him, and he says, you're next. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. He said, don't think that what happened in Israel isn't going to happen someplace else. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, because believe me, this country's let us guard way down, mm -hmm. way, 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 way down. Mm -hmm. So... We're easy pickings. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Mm -hmm. So anyway, okay. okay. I'm going to get into the lesson. <laughs> if you're walking with the Lord, you don't have anything to fear or worry yeah. about. Yeah. And I'm not worried. Yeah. But all I'm telling you is that situation that happened to me on the interstate. Boy, you talk about having a sound mind. Mm -hmm. When you have a sound mind, number one, you'll never panic. Yeah. yeah. And number two, you'll be aware of what's what's going on, and you, you'll do the right thing. And it's like, that's what it means to have a sober mind, but not get all dramatic and, you know, go bananas. And just, <laughs> just, you know. So anyway, um, you want to be of a sound mind. You want to be full of the Holy Ghost. Because there's nothing like having a sound mind. There's, when you have a sound mind, you know what? There's no drama. Yep. Amen. <laughs> no Amen. drama. Amen. You just deal with any any Amen. kind of situation that happens, you can deal with it. Amen. Having a sound mind. Woo, that's peace. I'll yeah. tell you what. Okay, now getting to what I want to talk about. I had a hard time going to sleep last night because this stuff just kept going over in my head. And I'm going, man, this is so awesome. I'd like you all to turn to Psalms 139. <laughs> You're all going to learn to say it right. <laughs> oh. This is one of my favorite in the entire book. If this, there's so much, there's so much in this. This is so deep. And it's something, you know, when you think of uh, when uh, when the Lord said that David was a man after his own heart, and you look at the just the depth of the thought that's in David when he wrote this, it's like, wow, amazing. And it says here, I want to go down to verse 13. <coughs> it says here, For thou hast possessed my reins, Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. So I, so kind of what I want to uh, 
the direction I kind of want to go with what I'm saying here is, is that we need to worship and serve our Creator. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, it's something, um, Pastor, man, I'll tell you what, the teaching we've been getting, you talk about, I mean, wow. <laughs> It's like getting hit with a stick, and it's like, just like, you know, and it's like, um, we don't do anywhere near enough is what we should be doing. Amen. We all fall short. I fall short. Every one of yeah. us falls short. Amen. But what gets me is when people let Satan get in their mind and get them to say, no. I've got this deficiency. I've got this weakness. I can't do this. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so they end up getting, they end up hearing all the negative stuff, which comes from Satan. None of that comes from God. Mm-hmm. Pastor was talking about Christ paid the price once and for all. He overcame it all. Mm-hmm. And we have that power inside of us when we're full of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Satan doesn't know anything. We have access to the power that raised Christ from the dead. That's a power we have access to. So isn't it something, isn't it something how God loved us that much that he was willing, we've been talking about the temple, you know, the holiest of holies. Mm -hmm. Wow. Where is that now? It's right here. Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow, what a God we serve. Amen. Man. But this scripture that I just read, what what blows my mind, somebody encouraged me to do this years ago, and I'll get on it sometimes, and I just can't let it go. But do you ever consider how special you are? And I'm serious when I say this, Okay. You get thinking about your human body and how incredible it was constructed and made and what it's capable of doing, how it functions, how it reacts. You you think of all of that. You are a living being made up of cells. And you literally have your own little power plant inside of you generating electricity. Mm-hmm. And you have a, the electric impulses going through your body, not through wires, but through flesh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amen. Try to comprehend that. Mm-hmm. You can't. Isn't it something? We just yeah. read in that scripture when he says that we're... He says that we're Wonderfully, fearfully, marvelous. Marvelous. There's no words to describe just how amazing we are. Right. You may not think you're special, but here's this is a fact. Man, I I, man, I'll tell you what, man, I just started doing all kinds of reading. It's like, wow, Lord. So when your mom and dad, I can say that, because how many of you here were born? Yeah. Yeah. Man, somebody didn't raise your hand. What happened? No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. 
I knew that was going to happen. Somebody's not going to raise their hands like, okay, what happened? Get this. In the act that your mom and dad had when you were conceived, you know what the odds? Woo! Yeah. Wow! Lord, this is a conservative number. I did a bunch of reading. The odds of you existing, one in 300 million. Think about that. Woo! You think you don't matter, and you think you're not special. God allowed you to be created. Yeah. He allowed it. I'm blown away by that. I'm blown away by that. Because had there been any other combination, it would have been a different individual. Do you understand what I'm saying? The population of this country is a little over 300 million. It would be like him picking one out of the entire country saying, you, I want you to exist. Isn't that something? Wow. So don't ever think you don't matter. You're an incredible creation. Wow. Man. And he knew you were going to exist before he even created the earth. Isn't that something? When you start comprehending what God knows and what He does, that that's what this whole Psalm 139 is about. You read it. It talks about how awesome God is. And all the things, all the things He knows. Wow. Before we open our, our mouth and say a word, He already knows what we're going to say. He already knows the thought of our mind before we even think of saying it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Wow. Mm -hmm. And here we think we're so smart. Mm -hmm. We think we're so great. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. Wow. We only exist because God allows us to exist. Amen. Mm -hmm. Man. Wow. The human body. When I was thinking about that, it's like, it's something like what I was was saying. Uh, I was reading this. Um, he was a gentleman that wrote the article from uh, Great Britain. And I, I kind of smile when I'm reading it because I says, man, I can just see this guy just all excited, just all fired up, talking about how the human body the nervous system in the human body works and everything, and it just all his excitement. You can see it in the way he wrote it. But he says it's amazing. He says you can, he says, uh, you know, you can stub your foot and your pain sensors in your toe sends a signal to you, to the spinal cord, goes through your leg and your spinal cord, up into your brain, sends a signal, this hurts. The brain sends a signal back to the foot and makes it move. Mm -hmm. 
all within a fraction of a second. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. Whew. The eye. The eye is a thing that just I'm amazed with. You got a blob of jelly here. In the shape of a ball. It's got a lens on the front and a screen on the back. And believe it or not, I'm looking at everybody and in the back of my eyeball, you're all upside down. I don't know if any of you knew that, but that's the image on the back of your eye. It's upside down. So through that optic nerve, when I think about that, again, it's flesh. Yet a signal goes through, goes to your brain, and you're able to see. Isn't that something? Wow. What a creator. Wow. Man. See, some of you don't get it yet. <laughs> I'm serious. Because when you really think about it, when you start thinking about it, and it's like, man, I think I'm so big in my head, but I'm something so little. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm incredibly created. Mm -hmm. Out of all the things on this earth, you're created because he wants to have communion with us. Out of all, everything created in this universe, how precise everything got, how, how precise God made everything. My brother Steve, Dr. Steve Edwards, the physicist, he was telling me one time, we were talking one time, and he was... Uh, he was talking about when they launch a spacecraft from the Earth. And like when they launch the, the Voyager satellites and all that stuff to go to like Saturn and, you know, way out of the solar system. Takes years to get there. And he said it's something how everything in the universe is so precise that mathematical calculations can be made that if they launch the spacecraft at a certain time on a certain day at a certain trajectory that it will reach its destination years down the road and it does that just blows my mind that everything in this universe is fixed yep. so perfectly that that's, that that's how they're able to calculate and figure how to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Amen. But you're greater than all of that. Wow. Amen. You realize you're the greatest creation yeah. he's ever made? Amen. Out of anything mm -hmm. on this earth or in the universe, mm -hmm. you're the greatest thing. You're so great, he died for you. Yeah. Man. Amen. He didn't die for the universe. He didn't die for my dog. He died for every one of us. Shed his blood, his life, gave his life. He became flesh just like we are. 
Boy, what Pastor was talking about, man, I did some reading on that too. That's so cool. You know, Jesus would only hit half the DNA we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, I was just reading about that. Half the DNA comes from the mom, half of it comes mm-hmm. from the dad. And it's like he would have only had his mother's DNA. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Isn't that something? Wow. Okay. Going on. Okay. Let's, let's bring it to all of us. Now you've heard this said many times. Um, let's go to Romans chapter 12. <clears throat> Pastor's really been preaching on um, the fact, okay, that when we're full of the Holy Ghost, we have access to all the power that Christ had. He himself said, greater things will you do than what I've done if we believe it. If we believe it. And it's like, it's not until we believe it and we take that step of faith can it even possibly happen. Mm -hmm. It can't possibly happen unless we can't we're not going to see a miracle happen if we just sit on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. It won't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want a reaction from God, you got to act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, draw draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. That's the order. The pastor's been preaching that, and it's the truth. You want to get close to God, you want God to be close to you, draw close to him. Because he's there all the time. He's always waiting for us. He's always waiting on us. Wow. Okay, in Romans chapter 12, we're going to do a little bit of reading here. And when we get reading, it's like, man, I've heard this so many times. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teacheth, on teaching. Or he that exhorteth, on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth, with diligence. He that showeth mercy, 
with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instantly in prayer, <clears throat> distributing to the necessities of the saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice, and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. I was talking in, you know, talking about the body and how it functions and everything, how it communicates. Everything in your body is communicating with each other, with other parts of your body without you even giving it a thought. Amen. And so when, uh, you know, Pastor's been talking about the gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and how we need those. And I mean, we've been having uh, in men's meeting. He's been. Uh, talking addressing that a lot in the men's meeting and everything and it's like <coughs> it's like when i how many of you really ponder what pastor says when he talks about that stuff Amen. Amen. because the reason i'm saying that is he keeps talking about that that word of knowledge mm -hmm. being able to go up to somebody and identify and tell them right this is what you're dealing with, and this is what the Lord told me to tell you, right? Mm -hmm. I go, man, wouldn't it be something, you come in here with a burden, and someone's able to walk up to you and address the situation you're going through and telling you specifically what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. But believe it or not, it exists. Yeah. But it's up to us. Mm -hmm. It's up to us. I thought about that and I go, um, we were just reading, you know, we were just reading that we need to uh, um, be kindly affection one to another in brotherly love. In honor preferring one another. The only way my body works right the only way my body works right is if I'm healthy, um, if I'm not injured, okay? But think about that. A person that's paralyzed, like from the waist down or something, that communication's been cut off. The legs are still there. They're still alive and everything, but they can't function because the communication's been cut off. Well, it's no different with the body, with all of us, okay? When one of us get hurt, or we're going through something, or let me say this, or we have an issue, or we've been offended, or we take something the wrong way, if we let that build a nest in our mind, 
it ends up causing a root of bitterness and now you in the body you become something that hurts it okay so now I'm not saying I don't want you to all all that's me I'm hurting the body I just shouldn't go to church anymore <laughs> that's not what I'm saying I wish this place was packed out because here's the reality of it all I'm no better than any one of you I'm no better my word every single one of us until the day we die we're in a battle every single day I'm in a battle every day I know pastors in a battle every day and we have to crucify the flesh every day we have to humble ourselves like I just said if you want something to humble yourself my word just think of what you are and you were created and I just said what the odds of you even existing were and here you are well you're here for a reason God wanted you on this earth he didn't want you to be a pew potato. Right. He didn't want you to sit back and enjoy everything that everyone else is doing. It's not what he wanted. He wants to be able to communicate with us. When I think about that, the brain. Whew. How many of you have ever seen the human brain? I have, over at the university. I saw one. It's like my word, it's just this this great blob of jello. <laughs> just blows my mind. I go, wow. That that runs everything in the whole body. Mm-hmm. It just and it just I just I'm I'm blown away by that. Again, it's a bunch of cells, molecules, and there's all kinds of little connectors between all that and the rest of your body. You know how we're always praying? Lord, help us to be of one mind, one spirit, and one accord. You realize the Holy Ghost, when we're led by the Holy Ghost, it's just the same thing as in the body, the brain telling the body what to do. It's no different. And when I think about that and I'm going, man, if we would just let the brain do what it was supposed to do. You imagine if your body didn't work that way, all of a sudden your hand, I want to go over here. So you're there, come on. It's like, what in the world? Like, my hand has a mind of its own. I pick on Christy sometimes. I say, her hands have a mind of their own. <laughs> we call her otter paws. <laughs> her fingers are always going. <laughs> But you know, it's something when you think about that, and it's like, if your body's working that way, if all the parts of the body have a mind of their own and want to do their own thing, you think the body can function? Man, you imagine if your feet wanted to do one thing and your legs wanted to do another, would you be able to walk? You wouldn't even be able to walk. But it's because the church... This is the body. This is just like our body. And when you look at it that way, we don't want to have 
our own mind. We want the mind of Christ. We want to be led of the Holy Spirit. That's what we want. Man. When I hear, you know, it's something that, thinking about some of the miracles I've seen and witnessed, and I'm going, man, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it be something if our minds were so in tune with each other that when we come together, we've got one thing on our mind. I want to touch God. Yep. That's what I That's what I come here for. If everybody, I have no doubt in my mind, if everybody came with that mindset, you'd have worship. There wouldn't be a single person not worshiping the Lord. Yep. Everyone would be worshiping the Lord. You know, or something, being up here... Um, singing and watching the crowd. It's amazing. Some weeks, man, there might be two or three people not worshiping. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when I say that, this is what I mean. They're just standing there. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you'll see people and they'll be clapping and everything, knowing that their their, their being senses the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. and they want to do something. They may yeah. not be letting it go, Yeah. But they're sensing the spirit. But there's all, you know, then there's a few people that just stand there like with a blank look on their face. And it's like, wow. It's like, how can you not do something? I'm just I'm blown away by that. And then other times there's only a few people worshiping the Lord. And I'm going, man, it's like the human mind, isn't that something? He knows it. He knows what's on your mind. But this sanctuary, when I think about that, when we come here, this is a place to lay it all down. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, I'm dealing with a bunch of stuff outside of these walls. Mm -hmm. But man, when I'm here, that's the last thing on my mind. Yeah. Amen. And I have to put them out of my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have to put them out of my mind. Deliberately, nope, I'm not going to think about that. I want to think about the Lord. So my mind is open to the leading of the Holy Ghost because that's what I want. That's what I want. You know, when I... Um, uh, well, I, I'm going to... I got to say this. This is something. It was a thing I heard the other day and I'm going, man... I believe the biggest reason, again, this is my opinion, I believe the biggest reason that people, when they come in here and they have a hard time letting go of everything outside these walls and just getting their eyes set on God is it's all about distraction. Mm -hmm. I heard something. This was I heard this, and they were all laughing about it. And this, this lady says, yeah, my husband and I said, we have a lot of fun. We do we do a lot of fun things together. And I says, there's one fun thing we do every night that's just, oh, we enjoy it so much, right? He says, yeah, we go in and we sit on the couch and we turn the TV on. Mm -hmm. And then we look at our phones. Mm -hmm. And I went, wow. <laughs> so they're all laughing, you know. 
they're all laughing because that's reality. That's what's going on. Mm -hmm. All that distraction. Mm -hmm. You got all that stuff going in your ears, your eyes. And where is it ending up? It's ending up right here. And this ends up dying. It ends up dying. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I was thinking about... uh, (laughs) We have this... Every, every house has it. You have, a, you have a box in your house that's full of junk from the past. Mm-hmm. You don't use it anymore, so you throw it in this box. Man, I was looking for, of all things, I had to ha- hang a drape in the, in the house. The, you know those drapery hooks? Came out, I needed one of them little nails. I says, I know I've got one of them nails around here. I know I do. The reason I want the nail, it fits perfect right in that little mm-hmm. slot that holds it. So I says, I know I got one of them nails. So I go to that box looking for one of the nails. So I empty it out and I come across like eight or ten cell phones. <laughs> oh, I started laughing. I'm looking at it. It's like, wow, look at this. You see the change over time. And it's like, man, whoo. I remember when these didn't even exist. Yeah. So why am I saying so why do I say that? It's like back before cell phones. Because, man, I believe me, i got to hang up with cell phones. I forgot mine. I didn't bring it. I literally forgot it. Before there were cell phones, the only way you could make a phone call or, or communicate with anybody is you had to go out of your way, find the physical thing to be able to communicate with somebody it wasn't in your hand you had to make an effort to communicate with someone now there's no effort at all mm-hmm. now it's to the point where things can be done automatically because they you know they have all those sensors they already know what's going on in your body oh my doctor got alerted my pulse is too high are you okay mm-hmm. I'm only joking when I say that but that's the way technology is today it's ridiculous your body's being monitored. Yeah. Not my body. They ain't going to do that to me. <laughs> no way. I wouldn't let them do that. But I thought about that and I go, man, before, when the world was like that, you had to take the time to think. Mm-hmm. You had to take the time to listen. Yeah. You had to take the time to speak. Man, it's nothing like that today. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. One of the biggest... <coughs> Pastor mentioned this the other day. I just <clears throat> saw a thing. I just saw a thing here on CNBC on the modern day world. The biggest challenge with young people is to try to get them to function with other workers. They have no idea how to do it. Mm-hmm. All they know is the stupid phone. They don't know how to communicate. Yep. They don't know how to send somebody a memo. Mm-hmm. They don't even know how to write a note. My own grandson didn't even know how to sign his name. I go, put your signature right here. He says, what's a signature? <laughs> I kid you not, folks. I'm not exaggerating. He never once had to sign his name in school. 
I'm going. They don't even, he goes, no, I don't have to sign anything. We do everything on a tablet or everything's digital. It's like, man, what a society. Woo. We're going down the drain fast, everybody. Yeah. And I'm talking as an old man. Yeah. I remember the good old days. <laughs> wow. Believe me, we're not in the good old days. Oh, man. But for us to function as a body, man, we got to let go of this world. we got to let go of all the stuff that we get so wrapped up in that we can't have a clear enough mind to communicate with God. Because I'll tell you, um, I've said this many times, if you can't sit in a room all by yourself and be content, mm -hmm. then there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. If you have to have something going on, mm -hmm. if you have to have music playing, if you have to have something, something else going on in the room, man, you have no peace. I'm, and uh, <laughs> how many times growing up, how many times growing up, it's like I, I was thinking about that as a kid, this, that, that shooting that happened up in Lewiston and seeing all the pictures kind of brought back a lot of memories when I grew up and everything. And I, I was thinking of that and it's like, man, I remember as a kid laying in bed and um, laying in bed and I could tell by the train the train when it came through town every morning you'd hear the train come through town and blow its whistle and I knew what time it was just by when the train came through town mm -hmm. and you'd hear different things going on and it was like isn't it something today nobody listens to anything anymore nobody hears anything anymore mm -hmm. whether people realize it or not is if you're so duped into technology, you've been manipulated into it mm -hmm. without you even realizing it. No. You've been taught and you've been showed that, man, this is the answer. Mm -hmm. This will make things so much better. And boy, I'll tell you what, it hasn't made anything better. Mm -hmm. You can have a false story spread on a phone that has nothing to do with the truth. That becomes the truth, and the truth is, no, 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 that's not what happened. Dean and I, we had this, we had this, we just laugh at it sometimes. And remember that thing that happened down in uh, Ferguson? Mm -hmm. And they said, the guy said, you know, remember that big craze? Don't shoot, don't shoot. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Mm -hmm. Any of you remember that? Mm -hmm. People going around. Every time the police did something, yeah. don't shoot, don't shoot. You realize that never happened? It never happened. And so many people think, so many people think that what, even President Obama mm -hmm. got into it. He made it worse. He threw gasoline all over that thing. Something that never happened. Mm -hmm. And I remember Eric Holder, he was the Attorney General. And he comes out in a, the smallest press conference you ever saw. 
hardly anyone there. He says, yeah, according to our investigation, the police officer didn't do anything, and there wasn't any fault in anything, and then blah, 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 blah. Boom, that's the end of it. And yet all the chaos, all the chaos that went on, and it was all based on something that somebody put on a phone that had never happened. Through that whole investigation, the, the whole thing, and it was the... the uh, the witnesses even said that was see that's what was the man that was the corker in it all over half the witnesses who were black people every one of those witnesses said that that did not happen in fact every one of them said the policeman showed so much restraint they said I'd have shot him sooner that's what they said that's what really happened. And so the reason I'm saying that is we can get so wrapped up mm -hmm. in what we're seeing on our phones, mm -hmm. and it's not the truth. Mm -hmm. It's a distraction. Mm -hmm. You get thinking about all that stuff, and you come in here, and you can't get it out of your head. You can't get it out of your mm -hmm. mind. You can't get... Everything that you read on your phone and all that stuff, you can't get it out of your head. And it's like I think about that. If our body, this body, would just function, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. would function like your body's functioning, mm -hmm. yeah. with the Holy Ghost being the one controlling everything, mm -hmm. just imagine, wow, mm -hmm. be heaven mm -hmm. on earth, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. I'm just... When Pastor gets talking about that stuff sometimes, I love I love it when Pastor gets excited. Because mm -hmm. in real life he's not he doesn't get that excited. Yeah. <laughs> so he's up here and he's getting all excited, you know, and it's like, wow. Why does he get that excited? Because he knows it's the truth. And he knows that the feeling, and I can say this. Man, when you're walking with the Lord and, and you're, you're being led of the Spirit, my word, there isn't a more satisfying feeling knowing, knowing that you're one, you're one with the Lord. Your minds are together. Man, there's nothing like it. Wow. Man, a peace that passes understanding. Boy. You know, I was thinking about some of the words that they use in the, the scriptures to, to, to explain something. And I think it's something that I'm, I'm just going to, I was thinking about these words, you know, in, um, you know, in, uh, uh, well, let me get them exactly here because, um, <coughs> oh, fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. When you, when you, full of wonders, I love that, wonderful, full of wonders, you know, fearfully, what does that mean? Wow. Whoever created that, wow, wow, that's just, that's a powerful, that's something powerful. You know, it's funny, I, <laughs> When I was when I was thinking about how the body works and how the brain works with everything else in your body, and 
I said to myself, isn't that something? People don't, what are they out to now? The iPhone 54 by now or what? What, are they, what is it now? What's the latest iPhone? What is it? Only 15? Wow. Surprised they don't have more than that yet iPhone 15 comes out, oh, 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 man, it does all these things. Oh, man, wow. Get all excited about a thing that some man invented, not even realizing that your own body makes that look like nothing. But we focus everything on the latest thing instead of what God's given us. So... I just want to say this. Don't any one of you think that you don't matter. God allowed you to be put on this earth. He put you here for a reason. He put you here for a reason. And we all have a job to do. Every one of us. Every one of us. And so uh, you're, you're fearfully and wonderfully and marvel marvelously made. So... Think about that. So, Lord bless. We'll take our break now. Just remember, some of the stuff out there is for the potluck after the service. It's not for break. So don't just dig into everything out there.